Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hello, namaste. Welcome to Shakti Power. And we are celebrating summertime. We are celebrating the Sacred Sensuality series. We are celebrating joy. We are celebrating the upcoming launch of Sacred Sensuality Retreat in Ibiza, Spain, October 7th through 14th. Hope you will join me. We have spaces for five to eight women. It's a very intimate gathering, a private, exclusive luxury retreat. And um, it's all about healing the divine enchantress within us, this retreat. It's really about discovering our womanhood and the love and the self-love that is the juiciest part of ourselves. So that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. I'm going to share with you how to heal your inner divine enchantress. Did you know that the juiciest, sexiest, most luscious and gorgeous parts of us have been asked by society to shut down, dim down, simmer down? Healing the enchantress means coming out of exile from our history of shame. It means healing our inner muse, our inner courtesan, our inner artist, inner dancer, inner musician, our creator. And did you know that the juiciest, sexiest, most luscious and gorgeous parts of us have been asked by society to be shut down for 5,000 years? So women collectively for 5,000 years all over the world in different countries have been asked to do this. And that's what exactly what we've done. We have shut down our emotions, our creation centers, the light in our womb, our heart light, our radiance, and our sacred sexual power, which is our birthright. We were born with this birthright, with this power, with this sacredness in our body and in our hearts. And so we've done ourselves great harm and accepted a great untruth of shame as truth. So healing the enchantress means coming out of exile from our history of shame. It means healing our inner muse, our inner courtesan, that artist and creator and that dancer, that inner child, that joyful free spirit. Because the enchantress within us, she's the one who fires our longing. She's the one who brings us energy and gifts and fertility and fruit on the path that takes us into the sacred feminine. We may attach our longing to many external objects like lovers, money, status, substances, drugs. But when we truly follow our longing to its source, we realize that all this longing is, is for the sacred and the divine. And that can be fulfilled by meeting the longing and coming into union with our own self, our own emotion, our own heart. And so the lover, who is the enchantress, brings compassion and kindness to ourselves as well as to others. The enchantress in shadow, oh, 
I want to talk about this a little bit. I want to talk about what happens when we're still kind of in this history of shame. The enchantress that has fallen into the shadow is when we're traumatized, abandoned, sexually abused, or in some way hurt as children. And she can fall into shadow after a rape, an abusive relationship, or a deep loss of someone we love. If we had mothers who didn't know how to make the right contact with us and nurture us and love us, or didn't know how to hold us or truly see us, our enchantress may not feel safe enough to come forth. The shadow enchantress often is this disembodied form um, of womanhood. She, we may have like a distorted image of our bodies. We may carry excess weight. We might have health problems, chronic accidents. We can even be anorexic or bulimic. And so the enchantress in shadow feels deep shame about her body and her being and may abuse drugs, food, or her own body as a result. The shadow lover can appear as one who knows no boundaries and can overdo everything and override her own needs and even her body's needs. So addiction is an enchantress wound. She can develop toxic codependent relationships, deaden her creativity, close her heart, and numb out to the ability to feel her feelings. The enchantress archetype in her freedom and fullness is the primal outpouring and overflow of passion, exquisite vulnerability, and active engagement with life. The ex ecstasy, the, the bliss, the ecstatic being, an alive and vivid world view. She is the epitome of the sensual realms. She exudes sensuality in her mood, look, walk, bearing, and engagement. She is intimately interested in all forms of sensory contact, experiencing the world in all its love and splendor. She is Venus, the Empress, the archetype of play and healthy erotic embodiment, without shame. A woman in the fullness of the lover archetype feels like this. She is sensual. She is open and invites you to touch her mind, body, and soul. She relishes connection with others. She specifically connects with that aspect, beyond ego's fulfillment, beyond ego's needs. She appreciates beauty in all its forms, seeing and feeling beauty in herself, realizing her connection. She is in her body, animating it with vital energy through dance, yoga, sacred movement, flow, joy, music, touch, song. She brings eros and sensuality and a joy of life to any engagement or conversation. So I also want to talk about exile, exile, shame, gifts, and the intimacy. I truly believe that a woman's self-transformation is her gift to the world because in her desire to change and grow, she sparks and inspires other women to do the same. And this inspiration is contagious. We really need to get comfortable in this art of inner beauty. We need to make it easier and easier of growing out of shame and into freedom. We need to transform our internal structures that were once based upon lies into structures that support a foundation based on our authenticity, our sacred self, our inner beauty and truth. We need to transform competition into support and sacred sisterhood. We may envy other women for receiving patriarchal rewards like attention, approval, and affection for giving up their power and playing small. The problem is the patriarchy doesn't reward women for being real and authentic. 
but rather for disowning themselves. And yet we long to be authentic, fully seen and heard in our power. All women have split themselves at some point in our lives. All women have. I have. We all have. Every single woman has done this. And that's the beauty of the feminine path is the, the journey back to ourselves, back to our heart, back to our power, back to our truth, our wholeness, our virginity, our womanhood. And so when we create distance from our true selves to fit in, to feel validated and to belong, this is called self-abandonment. It's actually a, a survival strategy we learned, which allowed us to survive emotionally in the old story. But the old story was based on patriarchal values, and this can no longer give us the validation we need in this time of awakening. The empowered feminine values are based on authenticity, being true to yourself and your core soul truth, honoring your gifts. The heat of our core is hard to handle. It's intense. Have you ever heard that? Oh, you're so intense. You're, you're a deep woman. You're intense. This is where Shakti lives. The kundalini fire, our hot and holy spirit. You have to be brave to dance near this fire. You have to be open to be burned by this fire and trust who you really are and what you'll become after it. There is no promise and it requires total trust. We protect ourselves from being burned down. So we move away from this center, this fire, this spiritual heat. Each move outward leads to an inauthentic version of ourselves. And so the farther we move away from our truth, we feel safe and at less risk of embarrassment, failure, and rejection. And yet each outward move takes us further away from our soul, our authenticity, and sense of belonging and meaning. And as we get farther away from our sacred gifts, we feel increasingly isolated, even ashamed. And so when we've gone way too far, we become lost, completely lost in a wilderness, and we just can't navigate any longer. And this whole experience has a terrible feeling to it of not being supported. And so inside of us, this deep longing for union within ourselves to our true selves begins, this deep longing, a deep emptiness. This is the place where the deep emptiness begins. So to survive in this world, a woman has had to put parts of herself into hiding, into a dark place within herself. I know I have. I have all my life until just really six years ago. When I was divorced, I went to Ibiza, I started to dance, and I woke up. I awakened my emotions. I touched that grief. I went in there. I went into the shadow. And in the shadow, she's hid her talents, dreams, desires, feelings, ideas, and more of that that had to be put away in order to receive validation and approval in the patriarchy, a masculinized world, and a masculine paradigm that doesn't honor the feminine values, gifts, body, and heart. So I want to give you permission to feel your sacredness, your power, your beauty, your intuition, and magic. If you're looking for your true self, try to discover your own gifts. They shine. They shine in your joys and greatest strengths. And sometimes we hide them away in our, in our losses, in our grief, in our insecurity and heartbreak. What did I once love to do and now I've abandoned? Ask yourself that as we pour our yearning and heartbreaks over the story of who we used to be 
when we were young and what we once loved, we enter the becoming stage of transformation. And as we pour soul into our song, we are rejuvenated and renewed. So lead with your passion, my loves. Lead with your gifts in life. You will find that your experience changes because you're leading with your soul. You're leading with your gifts. You're leading with your truth. And you'll start to attract people and resources who love and cherish the very gifts that you're discovering. To own your full power, we must welcome back all that we've disowned in ourselves. This is our work as women. To call back all the dead and disown parts of ourselves and to recreate from which has died. In this way, we resurrect ourselves and create a new story. And in the new story, the unhealed child within us has healed. We have awoken into an adult woman, the wise, feminine, sovereign, who risks being fully and unapologetically herself. She is no longer a princess child, no longer Snow White or Cinderella or Rapunzel, waiting for someone to choose her. She has chosen herself. She is the warrior queen, wise, awake. Her scars have given shape to her wisdom. She is immune to the lies and the illusions. She battles for truth, and she will not stop until she's victorious. She stands in her mighty power as the awakened queen, the divine enchantress. And as we create our new story and embrace our gifts and renew our self-intimacy, our new structure will support our full authenticity and womanhood and empowerment and our new collective form in the new world. It's important to honor this process of dissolving the old story and building the new story within yourself. Without it, your empowerment will be incomplete. We have the chance to heal and reunite with the parts of us we had to abandon. This is the work of the awakened woman. This is the work of the divine enchantress. This is the power of Shakti. As you awaken to your inner beauty, your soul gifts, deepest desires, and unashamed truth, you may cry like a waterfall cascading out of you. And this is a very beautiful, deep grief ritual. It is so rich and deep. Do not abandon this ancient grief ritual. When it arises in you, locate it within your body and hold that emotion like a child. Nourish her. Ask her what she has been rejected for so long and so she could fit in. Embrace her tears. Those tears come rich with gifts. Our tears are a great gift because they reveal our heartbreak and what matters most to us. And once we were afraid to touch those deepest hurts, wounds, and pain, those forbidden layers like a lotus waiting within us, and now we can finally let go and see within ourselves the truth that nourishes our souls, even through the exile, even through the shame. And though the exile has been difficult and long, our passionate and deep heart can endure it because it's been waiting for love's deepest bliss. Our work in the pilgrimage, back to our own heart, is to find our soul's gifts, honor them, and nourish them. And as we learn to honor our gifts, we become less afraid of being rejected or abandoned by the outside world for being our true selves. And we can be in an intimate relationship with ourselves. We no longer hide from the world. We no longer stay small to be loved. We become the treasure and the light.
and our gifts lead us home to our Shakti, to our unconditional love that we have for ourselves. <laughs> so there's a happy ending after all. <laughs> after all of this work, there's a beautiful happy ending. It's the love we've been longing for all our lives, and it lives inside of us. <laughs> I'm so joyful to share this wisdom with you. I'm so overjoyed that women are coming together in sacred circles, in sisterhood, in celebration, to celebrate our soul's longing, our homecoming, and this truth. And I honor you. I honor you for being on this journey with me, for being a woman, for being a man with an awakened feminine heart. Thank you so much from the deepest part of my heart. I love you all so much. <laughs> Have a beautiful week. I always get emotional. You guys know this. I break down. I cry. But that's what you love. That's why you come back for more. And that's why I love you. Because I feel the connection with you as well. I love you so much. Thank you for being on the show with me today. Namaste. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle 